So, you've decided you want more out of your life. More than the 9 to 5. More than paycheck to paycheck. More than lifelong debt. But that leaves questions. Where do I go from here? What can I do without any money, connections, or experience? My goal is to not only provide you with answers to those questions, but also to motivate people in an authentic way, mentor people who don't have mentors, give back, and hear some inspiring stories along the way. If you're not going to show people what's possible, who is? My name is Aaron Eiler, and this is Ground Zero. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Dream Chasers Ground Zero. Today, I have with me Gabrielle LeMay. Gabrielle, why don't you tell them just a little bit about what Ground Zero was like for you and sort of explain some of the steps you had to take to get from there to where you are today. Well, hi, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Um, I would say that Ground Zero on my end would be as moments uh, in time when I would feel completely stuck and I would decide that things need to change and I need to get going and move things around. Um, so in a way, I feel that there are some obstacles that can happen either from like things that are out of control, for example, the pandemic, that there's not so much you can control in that situation. And there's many obstacles that can also come from within. Um, so those are two things that I, I've been like, trying to, to battle from, I would say like all my life just to get going and things around. Yeah, for sure. And I can definitely say that those two events specifically are, you know, some things that really kind of blindsided all of us. Uh, nobody really had any chance to see any of that come in or, or prepare in any sort of way. So we all just kind of had to think on our feet and figure out what worked, kind of just throw things against the wall and see what stuck. And um, I guess you could say um, what was, what, um, sorry, uh, is that kind of how it worked for you? Um, what was one of those things that you found started to work for you as you were trying to work through those obstacles? Well, I would say every time, every time I see like an obstacle happening, I always try to just take a, like take different steps to move things around. Like your super easy example would be when I was younger, I couldn't speak a word of English. That was like a big struggle. I was like not confident like to say like one word, even the name of a movie. So what I decided to do was just start watching movies. And then when I enrolled in university, I just decided to enroll in English universities. There was no way I was going to go into a French school. That was something that I was super committed about. And I need, I knew I needed to take some step and just get out of my comfort zone to like to improve and be better at something. So that's just like an example that I, that I, that I took. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, in my experience, I've heard that English is the hardest language to learn. Um, I, no, <laughs> oh, try learning French. <laughs> I, I haven't personally. I took um, when I was here, I took Spanish. So I had to learn that. And I know that got difficult at times, but I know that some would say that English was the hardest language to learn. So I was lucky enough never to have to learn English aside from that being my primary language. So I never really obviously had to go through that. But um. I mean, I guess that's good to hear, you know, I'm glad, obviously I can understand you now, so you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I had help. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what are some of the sort of vehicles that you used or books that you were reading sort of while you were on this journey that kind of helped you stay focused and motivated to kind of keep pushing while all of these obstacles were trying to hold you back? 
Uh, I would say it's always, I've always tried to surround myself with people who can push me forward. That's something that's super important to have like a strong support. Also, it's like having, I would say like, yeah, like talking to people, listening to podcasts, listening to articles and have something that like in subjects that that drives me and just that enlighten me in some ways. Um, and that helps me. I try to, I need. It's okay. <laughs> um, I would, I need to think about this a second more. <laughs> Um, no worries, go ahead. Yeah, I would say it's, yeah, yeah, just putting myself out there, like mostly out, outside my comfort zone. That's always been a big thing for me um, to move forward and meet some like super inspiring people, just talking to them, exchanging ideas, knowledge. Um, I would say like learning new things, developing new skills. Um. Absolutely. Um, I know for me, I definitely agree with you in terms of, you know, taking that small step just to kind of get started. I know in my personal experience that like, had I not taken the small step to start, I wouldn't have been able to get to obviously where I am. And honestly, that small step, just getting started is usually the most difficult one. Once you take that first step, the other steps just kind of fall into place and it becomes much easier. And then like after long enough, it just becomes second nature. So, I mean, definitely going off of what you said, like just kind of starting is the hardest thing, you know? So I'm sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm thinking, um, So what I can add is that it is starting and then it depends on what, how deep uh, I would say like the rut is. Mm -hmm. When it's only like it's, you're, you're stuck in, a, in a, some situation um, that doesn't require like a major step to take, it's, it can be easier. But when you're, you feel that there's nothing you can do around and you just like, you're trying to see how you can overcome a certain obstacle, but you don't see any avenues. For example, the pandemic. There's so many things that we had in a way to let go. And one of the things is the control that we had on our lives, because uh, we couldn't talk to some people, meet them. Um, like, for example, when I was last year, I moved to Denver for a new job and I had to move back to Montreal because of the pandemic and all the projects stopped. And just moving back home just felt like I was losing my momentum in just growing personally and professionally. So that was super hard when I came back. And I need to find ways to, to just get better and just like, to continue growing. But then I didn't know what to do. I went back to my old job that I did not feel like I was not fulfilled in there. But at the same time, and I couldn't change right away because there was nothing on the market. It was just like I needed to find ways to overcome that and just keep trying my best at what I was doing. So that's when I decided to uh, enroll in well, a master's degree to learn new skills and to push myself forward 
So that was like a step that I took, which is like a bigger step because it takes a longer time to execute. Uh, but that was like a major step that I took to try to get outside that that rut that I was in and just to continue improving. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually want to backtrack a second. I liked one of the things you said before about kind of surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, I just kind of want to ask, like, what were some of the things that you were looking for or things that you noticed when you were kind of building that that community that you needed around you? Um, I always like to be surrounded I like to surround myself with different types of people. I've always been part of some communities, organizations, uh, with either locally or internationally. So I always like to get insights from other people and just learning from their own perspectives. Um, so I have a strong like circle, even I have friends from all over the world that I met in some events, uh, trips that I did, and it's always, learning from them and seeing what they're doing to push themselves and just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it really just takes another perspective to kind of help you kind of wrap your head around things. I know sometimes I'll literally just like make a call home to my mom and we'll talk about whatever's going on at the moment. And she might have no clue what I'm talking about, but at the end of the conversation, she might have a decent idea and help me kind of figure out what my next step should be. I know it's happened to me multiple times now. I'll just call her and like, I might talk to her about like real estate stuff or something. And she has like no clue what any of the big words mean. But at the end of the conversation, she comes up with something that helps me find my perspective on like what I need to do next. So like, sort of like you said, it's just sometimes hearing that other perspective can really help you move forward. Just It might just be one small thing that you're like not getting. And sometimes it might even take someone who's not even remotely involved to just help you see that like, it's so simple. Yeah, and it could be people who know you personally, like who know how you are and how you think and what's your train, like your thought processes. Or it could be other people that you never talked before, and just to see like how they bring different ideas and how you can integrate that into your own uh, life. And yeah, absolutely. Um, if you could go back in time and see yourself at your ground zero. What do you think you would tell yourself now? I would tell myself not to worry too much and just like keep going and never stop. Um, just and doing like small step, be proud of like small achievements that you made, even if like, um, yeah, and just like continue to move forward like slowly and not be to not be too about what the future holds. What would you say was your biggest fear as you were working through that time? Um, it would be, it would be self-confidence. That was like the, my biggest fear. That's a so big was, one. Yeah, so not believing in being able to do something more and that I would, because when you feel that rut, you just stuck and you have to think that you have the ability to move out of it. But it would be, yeah, it would be like self-confidence and just trying to put that little voice aside and just saying, yes, you can do this and just surrounding you and doing some, anything that can 
change your mind about yourself and having a good support is has always been super important. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually really glad you brought that up because um, in in my personal situation, I know that like just getting this started was a really difficult thing for me because first of all, I hate listening to myself on the phone, on video, any of that stuff. So that was a big thing I had to kind of get over before I start, you know, making videos of myself talking to people all the time. And then like, it was just a, like, sort of a lot of people call it imposter syndrome. It's like, why should people listen to me? Why should anybody care what I have to say? So it really took me a little bit to kind of get over that because I didn't feel that I was in a place where I had enough authority where people should listen to me. But then, you know, the more I just kind of thought about it and the more kind of engaged I became in the idea, I realized that the message was more important. And I didn't really feel like anyone else was kind of getting these messages out there. So I just kind of decided to bite the bullet and, you know, someone, ha someone has to carry the torch. So, you know, then eventually you finally get, you know, like aggravated enough of the situation you're in to take that step. And then from there, things can just snowball. Yeah, I agree. Um... Yeah. Um, would you say there was anything you did kind of on like a daily basis that kind of helped you stay focused on your goals or, you know, just kind of uh, continue to stay motivated? Um, I would say in the past year, it's going to sound crazy, but the thing that I decided to do to make sure that to continue on the right path would be to shower every morning. As crazy as it sounds, but just like to wake up and just start a small routine that like I feel like everyone just fell out of in the lockdown so that was like a small step that just like that pushed me to just start my day on the right foot <laughs> yeah no that's good um I mean one of the uh quotes I've heard I don't know who originally said the quote but I heard it from one of my professors here at school I believe the quote was that um I'm trying to think of how exactly it's worded. Okay, I can't remember the exact wording, but I know it was that, like, when the first thing you should do when you get up in the morning is make your bed. So yes. that way, if nothing else goes right in your day, if you get in a car accident, if you, if, if nothing like remotely, you know, nothing that happens in your day goes well the rest of the day, at least you made your bed, at least you accomplished something you can, you know, come back home and at least relax, go to your bed and realize like, you know, at least I did something today. So, yeah, you know, I just. From the Navy. Was it? it yes, it was. Cause they had to make their beds every morning. Cause there was, they had super strict rules to follow. And one of the first thing they had to do in the morning was make your bed. So it was a motivation speech about just doing the, this is the first thing you have to do just make your better morning. It's going to be your first achievement. And then you can go into the other one and do yeah. accomplish other things. And then you get home and you sleep in a bed that is made. So you just feel better. Yeah, for sure. And that's where I'm actually really glad you brought that up because it sort of helped me realize, you know, how to, that we need to think of, you know, small achievements such as making your bed or taking a shower as achievements. Yes, <laughs> because I mean, if you don't think of it as an achievement, you just kind of let it roll by as routine. But if you think of it as an achievement, that will help propel you 
more into your day, more into whatever, you know, your next task is like, think of it as you got to embrace the little victories is what I like to say. So, you know, we have to really take advantage of those little victories and use those as momentum to achieve our bigger goals that we want to accomplish. Uh, I agree. Um, it's, it can be, I feel that it can be hard to, to be proud of waking up and making your bed uh, as much as it can be hard to just be proud of something huge you're accomplishing. Uh, even when I got accepted in the school that I applied to, I was happy, but then I was like, okay, but what's next? And I did not, took, did not take the time to just say, be proud of that accomplishment, which was a big step that I took. And it took a few weeks to the application process and all that. So everything takes time, but then it's super important to just relax and just like say, yes, I did this. I did this, I've done that. Um, let's celebrate on like super small victories. Absolutely. Um, I think we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping it up here, but in closing, what do you think was the most important you've lessened so far? Most important, the most important lesson you've learned on your journey so far? Um, no, it's a thinker. Yeah. <laughs> I would say one of the biggest lessons would be to never let the fear block you from taking the opportunity. That's a lesson that well, something that I've been doing forever, but it's something that I never say no to something that there's no need to say no. And that's, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna bring me more in the end. Yeah. I'm just gonna let that simmer for a second because that was good. You know, <laughs> I know that was a big thing for me too. Um, I know one of the things that's really helped me kind of come a long way in the last, I don't know, recently is just that fear or like nerves or anytime your body is kind of telling you no is usually a sign that there's something you really want right on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when that finally clicked for me, I was honestly in retrospect for probably a few days thinking about all the times throughout my life that I had felt that and, you know, sort of listened too much to the fear or the nerves telling me not to do that. But then regret often comes with that. So, you know, you got to realize like, what's really more difficult for you pushing through that and then accomplishing this goal that you set for yourself because that, that you wanted it for some reason, or, would you rather live with the guilt of, you know, saying like, I still haven't started or I still haven't done it or, and you still want to, especially if it's something that you want bad enough that it becomes an obsession. Yeah. If, if you let that go, it is going to eat you alive because if it, if you become that enveloped into your idea or your goal, it's all you think about. It's, when you wake up in the morning, it's you, you're doing things to get closer to that goal. When you go to bed at night, you're going to sleep to continue working on that goal. Like it's, it's your drive. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have to make a choice. And my choice is 
one step at a time. That that's the biggest thing. Right foot, left foot. All, it will get easier. Just take that first step, embrace that little victory, and keep moving forward. That was well, well said. Thank you. Thank you. I really took that one right off the spot. So I'm glad it turned out well. <laughs> well, Gabby, do you have any closing words for us right before we actually close this out? Um, I would say this has been fun. The first podcast ever. So yeah, truly thank you for having me. And I look forward to meeting your new ground zero entrepreneurs. Yeah, thank you. I mean, thank you for coming. I'm glad that you were able to be a part of it. I know we had a little bit of a miscommunication on our first attempt. Um, Gabby and I set up a meeting where we had originally planned. I, let me rephrase. I had originally planned to do the recording, but there was a miscommunication that she did not know we were intending to do the recording on the initial meeting. So when I went to hit record, she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not, (laughs) so we had to kind of. I was not ready. (laughs) Yeah, we had to kind of rehash that out, find the miscommunication, but we were able to set up another meeting and get this going. So I'm really glad we were actually able to, you know, record today, get the, get that proper story out there. And yeah, so I I just can't thank you enough for coming on and, you know, sharing your story and your, your expertise, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I think that's really it for me. Do you have, do you have anything else you want to add? (laughs) No, I'm good. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you to anyone who listened today. And, you know, I'll never forget that this is ground zero and there's nowhere to go from here. But up.